Are your ancestors ape-like creatures, or are you made in the image of God? Find out today on In Grace with our special guest, Ken Ham. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and today we have a very special In Grace episode for you. As we do on Fridays and weekends, we're going to take you somewhere. If you are able to hear our daily program, either by podcast or on your radio station, you know that we are going through a series in the pulpit of the Quinton Road Baptist Church, and we're preaching, uh, you know, scripture, and, and we're talking about Jesus and the story of Jesus. But on Fridays and weekends, we we go somewhere. We're going to go on a trip. Well, today we're going to take you to Northern Kentucky to the Cincinnati metropolitan area. And we're going to take you on the second half of a tour of the Creation Museum with Answers in Genesis founder Ken Ham. I've known Ken for a long time. Him and my dad knew each other. We've had him in our church to speak a few times. I've always appreciated him because he is very unapologetic about Scripture and how that is the sole authority in our life and how we need to stick with that. Their museum is also world-class. It's done so well. And as I toured the museum, I enjoyed again seeing it. I've seen it before a number of times. We've done quite a few programs over there in their planetarium, in their uh, observatory. And and we're going to be able to see the museum again today. And you're going to hear it, uh, my tour with Ken Ham. And they have new displays as well. If you've already been there, oh, I've already been there. I've seen that. Well, you probably didn't get a tour with Ken Ham. So that's what we're going to do today. But uh, there's always something new. They're always adding something new. And so I encourage you to listen today carefully and pick up on things that you can use to share creation and the evidence of it with those that are around you. Uh, I'll tell you in a minute how you can get the Tour of the Creation Museum video. uh, And and I'll just explain that in a second. Right before I do, though, I've been mentioning this a lot. We have a cruise to Alaska. We're calling it the Ingrace Creation Cruise. We've done this before. It was wild. Wildly successful, where we get a group of our In Grace friends, our listeners, our viewers, our supporters, those that maybe just learned about In Grace. We all get together on a ship in Alaska. We take seven days to ply the calm waters of the beautiful parts of Southeast Alaska, places that you can almost only get to by ship. And we're going to be able to see God's amazing creation, glaciers, whales, bears. Uh, I mean, I can't even describe all the things that we saw on our last tour that we're going to see on this one. So if you'd like to go to Alaska, I invite you on our In Grace Creation Cruise. Now you might say, hey, Pastor Scudder, First of all, I get seasick. Second of all, don't they need like the vaccine and all the testing? Absolutely not. No, you might get seasick, but I don't think you will. The reason is because it's calm waters. It's mostly on the protected uh, ocean. I'm saying mostly, there could be a chance, but uh, my wife does it. She gets seasick usually on boats, but she doesn't on these cruises. So I hope that that would be fine. But no vaccine requirements anymore, and uh, it is the time to go to see Alaska. So how can you get more information? You can go to our website, and it's right there. You can read the brochure. You can print it out. You can look at it. You can contact us and, and get all your questions answered. The website is in ingraceradio.com ingraceradio.com and click on travel there you'll see our 
creation cruise. There's also a trip to Israel in February of 2024 you can look at as well. You can also call us, though, and we'll send you the brochure, or you can call us and talk to us about the cruise, 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. And my wife, Karen, and I would love for you to come along to get to meet you, and you get to meet so many others from around the country that all have one thing in common. We love Jesus Christ, we love his word, and we love creation and the creator. So check out our In Grace Creation Alaska cruise. Now, how can you watch what you're about to hear? Well, if you make a gift of any amount to InGrace, we're going to thank you by sending you a two-part video series, either by DVD or digital download, of this walk through creation with Ken Ham. Any amount, whatever that gift is, whatever God lays on your heart, we're going to thank you by sending you this video. Now, many people want to give a little bit of a larger gift. So let's say you can give $35 or more. I'm going to thank you by sending you the walk through the creation museum with Ken Ham video and two more videos. I know this sounds infomercial, but it's not. I'm actually giving you something that will bless you and help you. The second video that you're going to get if your gift is 35 or more, is a tour of Noah's Ark with Bodie Hodge. Bodie's Ken's son-in-law, a wonderful man. We did a four-part series on the full-size Ark encounter there at Answers in Genesis. You want to get that video. And I go on a dinosaur dig, and we found four dinosaurs that should not have been all together because evolution tells us they all had to be millions of years apart. Well, what were they doing all together? You really want to watch this adventure. Dinosaurs that destroy evolution is what it's called. And there's a forest fire. And it's just all these crazy things are happening in this adventure. You really need to get that one as well. All three videos, $35 or more. And your gift is going toward reaching people with the gospel. Please contact us today, ingraceradio.com, 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or you can write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. We'll repeat all that in a second, but God bless all of you. Thank you so much for being part of our radio ministry today, and I hope that you'll enjoy our very special program. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. We want mums and dads and children to experience the Bible. It makes the Bible come alive. And we call it the seven C's of history, the seven C's in God's eternal plan. Creation, corruption, catastrophe, confusion, Genesis 1 to 11, Christ cross consummation. So the first C, creation, we come into the garden, it's beautiful. There was no death or suffering. There were no thorns. There weren't any harmful viruses or harmful bacteria. There would have been bacteria and viruses. So you have no death. In their perfect function. You have no suffering, no disease in this perfect creation. There's a lot of subtle things in here too. For instance, Adam is middle brown. He's not light. He's not dark. Okay, so explain why, why you chose that. Because when you look at the range of shades people have, and I say shades because they're all the same basic color uh, from a pigment called melanin. Which so there's really no white, pigment. there's really no black. Right. We're all shades no of No truly brown. black, no truly white. Brown, melanin is the name of the pigment that's produced in our epidermis from melanocyte cells. That's the main pigment, there's a couple of forms of it, and it's a brown pigment. So when you look at the genetic variability today from light to dark, it sort of makes sense to us that God put maximum genetic variability in Adam and Eve, so it's most likely they were middle brown. So from middle brown people and the genes they had, you can get the whole range of shades that we see today. 
And so as we walk through here, for instance, you'll see a dinosaur. What dinosaurs in the Garden of Eden? Well, God made all the land animals on day six. And in 1841, when the word dinosaur was invented for certain particular groups of land animals, that would mean that those land animals that we now call dinosaurs were there originally, and of course, when God created. As we go through here too, we're teaching doctrine. For instance, with Adam and Eve, God made male and female. So there's only two genders. And that was the first marriage. A man made from dust, woman from his side, a man and a woman. We get a lot of non-Christians that come here. And so we're not, we're not trying to hit them on the head concerning issues of gay marriage and abortion. But what we're doing is giving the foundation for the right worldview. And so they, that would make them think about their worldview. Yeah. And uh, so we go through Adam and Eve, you know, walk with God, but then something terrible happened. Do you ever think as you go through something like this, so beautiful and so peaceful, what it's gonna be like one day when all sin is put down, rebellion is put down and we're recreated? Well, you know, we're fallen beings in a fallen world. And I often thought about that. And I, I think about the fact that no matter how much we try to think about what a perfect world is like, I don't think we have much concept at all. We get a little glimpse, you know, that's why we did this with the garden as you walk through. But, uh, but something happens and this is, this is how we can understand pain, suffering, evil, uh, disease, everything comes to this one moment, which is pretty early on after creation. What is your best guess from creation mm. till this fall? It had to be time? fairly quick, I think, because Adam and Eve had children, but they were all born in sin, so it had to be before Eve conceived. So I think that was fairly quick. I, would, I, I don't think it was that long at yeah. all. By the way, people often ask us, how come the serpent doesn't have legs? And we say, show us in the Bible where it says the serpent has legs. You know, it doesn't say in the Bible, the serpent had legs. It just says, as a result of the fall, uh, you know, you will eat dust the rest of your life and so on. So we deliberately do this to make people ask that question. So now we come to the second C. So this is corruption. So man fell. The rejection of God's word leads to corruption. And this is intentionally dark, dark. and dreary in here. As you walk through here, you see what's Adam and there. Eve and taking the fruit. And then we get to the cave of sorrows. We want people to understand all this death and suffering we see in the world today. It's not God's fault. It's our fault because we sinned. In Adam. And you have Romans 5.12, which is talking about one man's sin entering to the world and death by sin has passed upon all men. And Romans 8, the whole of creation groans because of sin. And so we picture terrible things, even, you know, the World Trade Center, the t Twin Towers. I'm sure that day is impressed in your mind as it is in mine. Yes. And, exactly. and the Holocaust is depicted here. We have these horrible things that have happened, but it does help us to understand it because of corruption, because of exactly. this, this, the fall. And we keep this very up to date. You know, our artists are always putting up new signs and so on to make sure. Because we always have the latest catastrophe happening. We do, and for people to, to recognize the world we live in as a fallen world. And we have video playing here of atrocities and so on. But then we come to a section where 
we have the first blood sacrifices are covering for their sin. Actually, it's the origin of clothing, but the very first blood sacrifice are covering for their sin, a picture of what was to come in Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So, so what we're actually saying is, because if you look at Genesis 3.15, it's a promise of the Saviour. We know that as we look back at that, or the proto-gospel as people call it. Genesis 3.21, the first blood sacrifice, setting up the sacrificial system to lead to the ultimate sacrifice, the one who died once and for all. So now there's a, a promise, all these bad things, ah, but God has a solution. Well, this first sacrifice must have been very poignant to Adam and Eve because they had never experienced death. death. Yes. Especially okay. the death of an innocent right. animal. That animal didn't do anything. So now because of our sin rebellion, now this innocent is dying, a picture of what is to come. Exactly. By the way, just a little funny aside here. Because those animals are skinned, because God took their skins and made clothes for Adam and Eve, it's the reason we wear clothes. The origin of clothing is in Genesis. That's why I said to Bill Nye, you know, as an evolutionist, why do you even wear clothes? Because <laughs> you're just an animal, right? Well, and he, so couldn't, re he there, couldn't really answer There that. really isn't an answer if you have the other worldview. No, but, not. The, but the biblical worldview does give us answers to all this stuff. It does. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. How old is the earth? Did Noah's flood really happen? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than In Grace's exciting video series, A Walk Through Creation, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Creation Museum in Northern Kentucky with answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. Together, they discuss how modern science actually backs up truths found in scripture. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to In Grace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a tour of Noah's Ark with Bodie Hodge and Dinosaurs That Destroy Evolution. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to gain a deeper understanding of the young earth creation perspective. To get this limited time offer, call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Then we come into the flood geology room, which is to do with the geology of the flood. So we start with the pre-flood world and then yeah. the post-flood world. And this, this is so important to understand because you're finding fossils, you're finding all of these different layers. So what is this telling us? Well, to a biblicist, we would say this is a catastrophic event that would have changed the planet in major ways. And that's what you're finding. We would say that uh, the fossil record is the graveyard of the flood, not the graveyard of millions of years. Mm -hmm. Yes, and we see evidence of catastrophism. It couldn't happen slowly over millions of years. We actually have a natural selection exhibit helping people understand natural selection is not evolution. And we also talk about resistance in bacteria and so on. We come to a very specific fossil, and this is an Allosaurus. And it's said to be the best such fossil found to date uh, of this particular Allosaur kind, and this particular skull is 97% complete. So that is the actual fossil skull. Now, when you look on the reconstructed, some of the original bones that were found uh, are up there, but not the skull because it's too heavy. So we have uh, a cast of the skull up there. Mm. Uh, but this is a dinosaur, and again, we're helping people understand uh, that this dinosaur was buried during the flood of Noah's day and beautifully preserved and so on. Yeah. 
See, animals today normally don't get preserved like this because they die, they rot, and that's the end of them. But the flood would help us understand why these were fossilized and preserved. Exactly. And then looking at canyons, the Grand Canyon, the evidence that the Grand Canyon was actually caused catastrophically by massive flood, not uh, slowly over millions of years. And as we come to the fourth C, confusion, we are dealing with the historical event of the Tower of Babel. And God said after the, after the flood, after the ark, to go and multiply right. and, and spread out. Spread out, and but they, they didn't. They didn't. So now we come to a very important chapter in Genesis. So because of their rebellion, God gave different languages and people moved away to different places. Some lived in caves, so cavemen are men that live in caves. That doesn't mean they're evolutionary ancestors. As people form these different cultures uh, all around the world, you know, different skin shades because of different combinations of genes and so on. And when you look at the descendants of Ham, Shem and Japheth, what we're helping people understand here is when you look through all of the years with all the different wars and people moving around and all that happened, God's seed promised to the nations, he protects. And through all of that, then he calls a people. Mm -hmm. He calls Abraham. And then through that, he steps into history to be the Messiah. Then we come to Christ's cross consummation. And this whole exhibit in here is Christ's cross consummation, the gospel. So we start with the introduction of the Savior, the Old Testament prophecy, that promise of the seed, the promise of the Messiah. And then we go through the nativity as God's son steps into history. Our artists, we had three different artists who contributed their talents to each painting. So they look very different than the normal nativity paintings you see. And you're trying to get back to what it probably would have really looked like, not some European's idea. Right, it's, it's based on a lot of research and mm -hmm. thinking it through very carefully. And then we come through, you know, the teachings of Jesus and look at the evidence he gave people that he was God walking on water and the raising of Lazarus and the casting of the demons into the, the pigs. You don't often see these sort of paintings no, you don't. Uh, in places. And then of course, we deal with coming to uh, the crucifixion and then the resurrection. So the whole gospel is presented in here very powerfully. As we get uh, to the end, you'll see we then look at the first Adam and the last Adam. And we help people understand uh, the first Adam, we're all descendants, but he brought sin and death in the world. Then the last Adam, uh, that God's son stepped into history to be the perfect man. There was a perfect man before the fall, but we needed a perfect man to be our savior. So it can't be any one of us because we're sinners. So God steps into history to be the God man, dying across, raised from the dead and offers a free gift of salvation. It is truly magnificent what has been accomplished here. I feel like I just walked through the Bible. That's what you did. Yeah. And it help, helps people understand the whole message of the Bible. You can see how a non-Christian can walk through here and they get it. They really do. But it all comes down to this, this point of who is Jesus? Who do right. you say that he is? And we have to hopefully respond with, he is the Christ, the Son of God 
who died on a cross for my sins and rose again. I trust in him. And the Bible says that person has right now eternal life. Yes. That's hope. That's that, the only hope. We and that's have. what it's all about. You know, as a ministry, we saw no point in just having, you know, a creation versus evolution museum. We deal with creation and evolution, but it's really a walk through the Bible to present the gospel, to challenge people. The history in the Bible is true. That's why the gospel based on that history is true. And to equip Christians with answers to defend the Christian faith and to help parents to bring their children, to raise them up, to be godly offspring, uh, to understand the Bible. And this really does help bring the Bible alive to such. Amen. Hey, one last question. I saw zip lines. Have you done them? Actually, I have. The zip lines here at the Creation Museum, there's about 27 zip lines and they go through the trees. Down at the Ark, the zip lines go across the valleys and some of them are up to 2,000 feet long. You know what, we, we want people to know that there's a family friendly place they can come to have fun, but to learn about God's word, to learn about Jesus, but they can have fun as a family too. And uh, so we also have uh, animal programs, live animal programs, and particularly down at the Ark where we have a big zoo, and we have all sorts of live animal programs and camel rides and, oh, the, these are fun places, the two leading Christian themed attractions in the world. Well, Ken, I, on behalf of Christians in America, I thank you for your vision, your stand. You're just saying, no, the, the Word of God is true. Let's stand on it and let's teach it and let's believe it. Thank you for hey. all that you do. God thank bless you. you. Appreciate it. I hope that this tour of not only the museum, but of the experiences here at the Creation Museum encourage you to come here. But this was a poignant moment when we walked through the museum and we just see the, the, the problem that sin has caused and the hurt and the pain and the sorrow. And it all comes down to this, the sacrifice. The sacrifice that God made, the first sacrifice for Adam and Eve. And that sacrificial system continued on all through the centuries. And you see Noah and you see Abraham and, and the Jewish people offering the sacrifices. It all pointed to one sacrifice. His name is Jesus. John the Baptist declared Jesus as the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Up until now, the blood sacrifices were just covering. It's actually called a kippurah, or you've heard of Yom Kippur. A kippurah is a covering, but Jesus came to take away the sin of the world. This is the moment that we make in grace for, is this moment to invite you to say, I'm a sinner and I can't save myself, but right now I put my trust in Jesus Christ. We all have sin. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. God who is perfect and holy and our sin separates us from him. What are we gonna do? We can't get rid of this ourselves. Our sin separates us from God. We need a perfect sacrifice, not just a covering. We need an expiator. We need someone to take away our sin. And Jesus, who was perfect, came and died on a cross for our sins. The Son of God died in our place and rose again the third day. And here's the invitation for you. Put your trust in him. Jesus said, believe on me and you will have eternal life. That's what we have to do. It's not about religion, it's not about works. It's about trusting in Him as your only Savior, as your only hope. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, do it.
today. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. How old is the earth? Did Noah's flood really happen? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than Ingrace's exciting video series, A Walk Through Creation, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Creation Museum in Northern Kentucky with answers in Genesis founder Ken Ham. Together, they discuss how modern science actually backs up truths found in Scripture. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to Ingrace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a tour of Noah's Ark with Bodie Hodge and Dinosaurs That Destroy Evolution. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to gain a deeper understanding of the young earth creation perspective. To get this limited time offer, call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.